This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you are listening to The Mindful Experiment. Today's guest is someone way ahead of their time. Uh, it's amazing to, as you listen to this podcast, to really put in perspective that this individual, Michaela Arrington, is only 21 and the knowledge and the spiritual wisdom that she has you've developed and learned over time is was pretty fascinating. Michaela Arrington is the modern millennial manifestation queen behind Michaela J LLC. Based in Lincoln, Nebraska, Michaela is single-handedly changing the way millennials look at spirituality and motivation by giving a step-by-step -step process for manifestation. Her company is on a mission to prove that you can too manifest your next level lux life. All it takes is getting your mindset in check, defining your magic, and letting manifest manifestation be easy as F. This is a very enlightening and in-depth interview that we had. I had a lot of fun being on there as we were gelling back and forth and so much more. So excited to have her on, excited to have done this episode, so excited to share this with you. So no further ado, this is Michaela Arrington. Well, Michaela, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you on. I know you're you're huge into manifestation. You're actually coined the term manifestation queen here. So this is kind of cool to uh, have you on, share some of the, the knowledge, what you're up to, how you do things, and so much more. So again, thanks for being on. 
Yeah, I'm excited. It's crazy how all of my manifestation stuff has really come full circle. And I just remember like learning manifestation being like, why can't I figure out how this works? And looking at everybody online and now everybody's like, oh, you're like the queen of the quantum. And I'm like, wow, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a cool title to have, I must say. Yes. So I'm always curious, how did you get into manifestation and that whole realm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I always say that my life went from a shit show to the front row because when I was in high school, basically like everything in my life went wrong. And I'm very young. I'm 21 years old. So high school wasn't that long ago for me. Everything is a hot mess. And I was just at this point in my life where I couldn't deal with it anymore. Like over a summer, I had moved back home from college and I was working 45 plus hours a week. I lived really far away from my job. I was taking online classes. I just remember being very, very miserable. And I was doing a study abroad trip um, like a month later. And I kind of decided that like, okay, I'm going to go on this trip and be the girl I've always wanted to be, you know, be energetic and happy and positive because I used to be like such a downer and so negative, which is really weird to think about now. But that was my reality at the time. And I went on this five-week trip to France because I study French and it completely changed my life. Like I just showed up as the person that I wanted to be, you know, like the person who lights up every room and is energetic and fun and crazy. And I didn't know anybody there. So it was very easy to just be whoever I wanted to be. And when I came back, I was this new positive version of me and I was very, very dedicated to keeping that. Um, My friends and family at the time weren't the most positive, weren't the best influences. So I dove into personal development to kind of curate that positive vibe around me. So I read every book and Googled a million things and listened to every podcast. And I learned a lot about mindset and affirmations and positivity and somehow fell down the rabbit hole of manifestation and became obsessed with the idea that we create our own reality because it's such a powerful thing. And here I am now. It's what I teach. Um, And I started a business out of it because I genuinely reached this point where I was like, holy shit, this changed my life. Like I need to teach people this. And so now everything I do basically is about manifestation. That's so cool. And it, 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 how did you handle with yourself when, it, when, when you made that shift and change in your life? And then all of a sudden, the closest people to you don't mm-hmm. support it. Yeah, it was a very interesting transition period in my life because I came home and I literally hung out with some of my best friends immediately. And I had nothing to contribute to the conversations because I realized those friendships were built either off of complaining or gossiping or just, you know, low vibrational things that I didn't want to get myself into anymore. And it was really hard. I lost some friends and I would, I was always like the very positive friend that was always telling people like, Oh, well, like, what about this? Or look at it that way. And people would be like, Oh my God, shut up. You're so annoying. (laughs) But I just dealt with it because I knew that the more positive I could be, the better my life, the better my life would get. And the more I would affect the people around me. And so there's actually like one of the 12 immutable laws in the universe that states that all like high frequency positive energy will always trump the low vibrations. And so even when it looks like the people around you aren't supportive, even when it looks like you can't do another day with them, you have to know that you are always planting the seeds for that positivity to grow in them. And that's what really strung me along. I was like, okay, if I can just continue to drill this into their heads, just using myself as an example, like they will get there too. And I almost just took it as like me doing my duty of like changing the world. And that's kind of how I coped with it. But practically, I also spent a lot of time alone because it was like I had to curate who I wanted to be surrounded by because like, you know, the five people you're around the most is who you're most like. And so for me, I just did that with podcasts and YouTube videos and documentaries. So I did spend a lot of time alone. And then when I was with people, I just reminded myself constantly that I was planting those seeds for them. I love that. Yeah. And, and you, you kind of have, I have a similar background where, you know, you, you didn't have a lot of people to help in the journey. So you had mm-hmm. to go find them through a book or a pod, well, podcasting yeah. back in my day wasn't there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things where we had to find sources to kind of help us right. in that process. 
Yeah. It's like all getting resourceful and just seeking out everything that you need, everything that you want. And it's like, we live in such an abundant and unlimited universe that it's like, once you want to learn the lesson, the teacher will appear or whatever the quote is. (laughs) Like once you seek it out, it's going to show up. Like the right books just, just kept falling into my hands. I kept finding the perfect blog to, you know, teach me the exact concept I wanted. Like one podcast would lead to an interview to lead me to another person that I learned a ton from like everything opens up when you allow yourself to be supported in ways that you can't even really imagine. So it's like, you just have to put yourself out there and be like, okay, well, like if I want to learn this thing or I want this result, like what can I do to figure out how that's done and just go seek the information? No, I totally agree. How, you know, there's people out there that will say that, you know, they think there's, there's a scarcity and, and there's this, this programming in the world of a scarcity mindset. Right. And you brought up the, 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 the aspect of abundance. Um, how, and I'm not challenging you here, so don't, mm-hmm. I, I'm totally all about the universe as an abundance, but for someone who may be like, I get what you're saying and that's cool, but um, uh, I, I have these things going on. Where's the abundance? I don't see it. I don't believe. How do you know that that exists? Right, right. And we've all been there. Like I've been there before as well, where I've been like, okay, well, this person manifested like $100,000. And like, I can't even manifest 100. Like what's going on? Um, For me, when I think about abundance, I very early on, I drilled it into my brain that like, we live in an abundant universe. We live in an unlimited universe. We live in an unlimited reality. Like I would just tell myself that over and over and over again until it wasn't even a question for me. Like it just became a fact of life. And a way that I back it up is kind of with the science. So I'm very obsessed with quantum physics and quantum manifestation. I just think it's so fascinating bringing in the quantum realm. And that's really the science that backs it all up. So in like cosmology, um, you, which is like the study of the galaxies and the universe, we live in an ever expanding universe. And that literally is down to like the mathematics, like the whole universe becomes an equation after a while because it's so big, but it's always expanding and growing. So the more we can expand and grow, the more possibilities open up to us. And when you think about every person in the world growing and evolving, that's a lot of expansion from our universe. And like, if there's that much space in the universe, then of course there's that much abundance that can find its way to me. And I like to kind of back all of my beliefs with my spiritual beliefs. And so I kind of tie in the science there with that. Um, And then like practically, if you're like, okay, well, where's this abundance, abundance in my life? You have to think about like, well, what level of life are you playing at? And I like to think about it in the quantum realm where it's like, everything exists. Like every single possibility exists. You being really poor and you being really, really wealthy, just using money as an example. So it's like, what area of the quantum realm are you playing in right now? Maybe you're playing in like zone 50 when you being rich is zone 100. So it like becomes a game of how can you raise your vibe and get to that level where you are abundant and in that overflow state. Love that. Powerful stuff here. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things too, where, you know, like I always talk about, like you talked about the expansion and if you expand, it opens up the universe expands and all that. And we're all contributing to the expansion of the universe. Right. Um, but m- one topic on money is that, you know, w- there's an abundance of money and people will be like, I don't know, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm doing this. But it's one of those things where it, it, you said vibe and that I, mm-hmm. I love that because it is the frequency or the vibration of where you are that attracts that money towards you or against you. Yeah, 100%. Because money is just energy. And I heard somebody posted a picture on Instagram and the caption was like, people say that money is power. And it is because money is an energy and feeling powerful is an energy. And so it's like, when we can think about that, we can think about what energy or like what vibration we're exerting right now. And then our money is a direct correlation to that. And it's just like, when you know that you can unlock so freaking much. And also when it comes to money specifically, and people are like, Oh, well, like, where's my unlimited abundance? It's like, you always have you have like a personal money dial, almost you have your own energetic minimum. I know for me, like, 
I have upped my vibration to where I'm in an overflow state. But some people are, they're okay with, you know, their account going negative and maybe they don't want that, but that's their energetic minimum. Some people, their minimum is just making enough. I know for me that like when I make really big new purchases, like I just bought a Tesla yesterday, I know that that's going to make me more money because that's more exciting energy. That's a huge level up and that's just going to draw more in towards me. And I let that up my own energetic minimum. So I would challenge everybody listening. If you really want to up you know, your abundance in all aspects of life, just ask, what are my minimums right now? And how can I start to up that? I love that. How can an individual raise their vibe? Oh, so many ways. It's all coming down to your feelings. So when we're talking about vibration, we're talking about feelings and emotions, which is the basis of our entire universe. You know, like the universe doesn't speak English. It speaks vibration. It speaks frequency. And we feel that in our bodies through the emotions we can cultivate. And so if you want to raise your vibration, you want to have more energy. You want to be happier. You want to be blissful. You want to be grateful. So I am like really, really crazy about daily practice. Like I have a very extensive (laughs) daily ritual and it's all because I'm constantly bringing more energy into my body. So you can do things like dancing around your apartment or your house, like play your favorite song in the car on a really, really like loud volume and just like sing along with the windows down, do whatever just like makes your soul sing. For me, I love to travel. That just brings me so much happiness for somebody else. that might be playing guitar. Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's cooking, do the things that make you feel really, really good. And then in that moment, make sure you're giving gratitude because gratitude and love are the highest vibrations in the universe. So when you're doing what you love and being like, wow, I'm so grateful that I get to do what I love. You're like 2Xing all of the results. So that's kind of the cheat code. Do things that make you feel really, really, really good. Be like, wow, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for this. So true on so many levels. I love that. And, and, and um, yeah, people, it's funny. Yeah, it is. The universe does speak in frequency and vibrations. Yeah. It's, it's funny how many times people try to go outside of that. <laughs> but um, how, so what is your simple process into manifestation? Do you have like a, a system that you use? Um, how's that all work? Yeah. So I have my own four-step process for manifesting anything. And it's actually funny. I was teaching this to some of my clients recently, teaching them kind of like the up-leveled version. And these four steps I've used my entire journey. They've never changed because like, you know, why fix something that's already working? It's always been the same. I just do things at a higher level now. But my four-step process for manifesting literally anything is step one is to decide. Decision is extremely important. And I think we ignore it sometimes. It's like, if you want a car, you need to decide you are getting that car and you need to decide exactly what you want, what make, what model, what year, what color, what interior, do you want it to have a sunroof? Like you need to be very specific and decide that you're getting that and you're not available for anything other than the thing you want. So the first is is just deciding. And the second thing, the second step is I call the match the vibes. So it comes back to our conversation of vibration. And it's just like feeling how you would feel as if you already had it. So I'll talk about this in terms of the Tesla that I just got. I knew I wanted the Tesla, knew I wanted the Model 3. I wanted it all black, white interior. And so I had decided on that. And then when I'm matching the vibe of that, I'm asking myself, okay, if I already had the Tesla, how would I be acting? What would I be wearing? You know, what kind of drinks do I allow in my car? Cause it has white interior, you know, and start to act in that way. I would, I would dress really nice. I would wear like nicer clothes. I would carry my designer bags more casually because I would just live at a different higher vibration. Um, and so it's just all about the feelings there. Cultivate those feelings and who you need to be. The third step I call is trick your brain. And this is all about the mindset work as well as taking action. And so 
you really need to clear out all of the limiting beliefs that stand between you and your desire because you are the only thing stopping you from receiving the things that you want. And so this can look like a daily journal practice. It can be a meditation practice. It can be a Reiki clearing session, whatever it's going to take for you to break down your own limits because you have to trick your brain into thinking that like, wow, I already have this thing. This is so possible for me. I'm so deserving. You have to be acting as if. That's really what this um, step is about. And so once you break down those walls, break down the limits, you can exert that energy of this is mine. I deserve it. I'm so grateful I have it. And then take action from that place. Because from that place, you are being your like highest self. I like to say your next level self. And you are exerting that confident, bold energy. And when you're living that way, of course, you get your results. Of course, you get the desired outcome. So for me, uh, with the Tesla, I had to say like, of course, I spend this kind of money on a car because it'll make because I know it's going to make me feel good. Of course, I'm going to accept this elevation. Of course, I just have a Tesla sitting in my parking lot. And then you take the action required to bring in the money, you know, order the car, call the people, apply for you know the loans, the leases, whatever. And that positive energy will just help you create the outcome. And then step four is called lack of how, and this is all about giving up the how to the universe because. This is where everybody gets stuck. This is where I got stuck when I first started learning about manifesting. I was like, okay, but how does it happen? The universe takes care of the how. In manifesting, you only need to know what you want and why you want it. And the why is often is always tied to a certain emotion or feeling, which is why we cultivated that in the second and third step. So with the ha- lack of how, it's just you trusting the universe or God or angels or whatever you believe in for your version of spirituality or religion, knowing that like the universe has your back, you have your back, you know you're going to follow through what you say you're going to do, just trusting that, believing in that, even when it looks like it's not going to happen, coming back to that and being like, no, this is happening because I decided I deserve this, blah, blah, blah. And when you can really relax in the lack of health, that's when you're going to receive. And a practical step for this is like, when you are just trying to give up the how, get yourself busy, get busy doing things that you love. You know, if you say you have a business and you're still working nine to five and you want to make more money in your business, go to your nine to five job and stop thinking about your business all day. Focus on your job, come home, exercise, eat healthy, focus on doing the things that make you feel good. Then put the energy towards your business because a lot of times we're obsessing over our manifestations in our head and we just need to release and let go. So I like to make myself busy in order to do that. So that would be my little four step process. Pretty solid process. If you ask me, yes. uh, <clears throat> it works wonder. I mean, deciding is great. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, I think that's critical. I think there's so many options and so much information out there. Do you, do you think that uh, it kind of makes it, why people don't manifest as much as being one of those being the one of the reasons? Mm, yeah, I think it comes down to the decision. Well, okay, the decision and the how is often where people get stuck because people will be like, all right, like I'm manifesting like an extra thousand dollars this month. And then they decide that, but then they're not all in. They're like, okay, yeah, that would be great, but like we'll see if it happens. And it's like, no, you have to make the decision that yes, it's happening or no, it's not happening. That's why I also, I despise the word try because it means nothing. Like people are like, oh, I'm going to try and manifest a thousand dollars. No, are you doing it or are you not? And so people end up getting a little bit wobbly in their manifestation powers because of this. And when it comes to the quantum, you have to send a very strong signal into the universe to receive the thing that you want because you need to be on that vibrational level to receive the thing. And say you decide you want a new car, new house, new job, whatever, but you're like kind of half in, half out with it, that's not going to send a strong signal to the universe. The universe is not going to know whether you actually want it or not. So the decision part is so freaking important. And also another thing with quantum reality and like quantum particles is like when you make a decision, it instantaneously and simultaneously affects another quantum particle somewhere else in the universe immediately because of quantum entanglement. And it's like these particles, they're all like, 
they all have like similar properties or, you know, something sciencey like that, where it immediately puts the other particles to work to start to bring you the things you desire. And so when you think about that, you make a decision, and then you decide to change your mind or not fully believe in it, the particles are going to just move all over the place instead of move in your direction with the thing that you want. So that's really, really important. And then people are just always getting caught up in the how with manifestation and the how is just going to come from you taking inspired action and allowing those miracles to just flow your way. Amen to that. Yeah, a lot of people get stuck on the, you know, deciding, but then the how to, because it's like, well, how am I going to do that, though? That's outside my realm. I can't get to that. That's just what, what something's going to have to change or I have to. And it's all these I, I, I. And I'm like, <laughs> hold up here. You don't have to do that. You know, that, that, that's work beyond your computing power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And I always think of manifestation for people who need a really grounded approach. Just think of it as like goal setting, you know, like manifestation is such a logical practice. Um, setting a manifestation or an intention to manifest something is just setting a goal. And when you set a goal, you need to like map out the action steps you're going to take to receive that goal. That's exactly what we're doing in manifestation. We just get to tie in vibration and, you know, removing the mindset blocks so you can get there faster. That's the only really difference other than goal setting. So like you don't need to worry about how when you are clearing your blocks and opening yourself up to receive and you're taking the inspired action that you know you can take and then just allowing the universe to do the heavy lifting i always say like one of my like quotes that i say all the time is i make the universe work for me when i get my daily starbucks so i know that when i'm getting my starbucks every morning that like the universe is going out and getting the things that i want because that's just me getting myself busy and allowing the universe to show up for me in the way that I show up for it when I take my inspired action and do my daily rituals. I love it. Your daily Starbucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I love when you brought up earlier too about, you know, why is it important that when you, you got your Tesla, you know, now you got that excitement for that, and you know, more is going to come. Why is it the excitement itself? Is it, you know, setting your mind to start looking for the next thing so it can start, you know, being interested? How does that all work? Mm, I love that question. Um, Wow, people don't ask me this a lot. And this is a conversation needed to be had. (laughs) I love this. Um, So the thing is, with manifestation, all it is at its core, with anything that we want ever, we just want a feeling. When you buy a car, you're getting a car because it brings you a certain status and that makes you feel a certain way. When you want a designer bag, you feel a certain way carrying it. When you go and like, say you're going to go gamble and you win a bunch of money, that makes you feel a certain way. All the things that we want is for feelings. And that's because the universe speaks vibration and and frequency, like we said earlier. So we constantly crave those feelings, those vibes in our body. And for me, whenever I desire something, I'm like, okay, great. I want a Louis Vuitton bag. Why do I want that? What are those feelings that I'm going for? Okay. If I want to feel like luxurious and like, you know, a bad bitch carrying my Louis Vuitton bag, like what does that actually make me feel? That makes me feel bold. That makes me feel confident. That makes me feel seen. And so then once you buy that thing, you feel that way and that's going to draw in the money for you to get the things or, you know, to get the energy, to get the promotion at your job, whatever it may be. You bring those feelings into your body immediately and then you get the thing and then you feel that way amplified because you're like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I expected and now I have the thing. So it's like, to Xing the results. And then it is that element of like, okay, what's next? What's the next higher vibration? What's the next thing I want to step into? What feelings can I cultivate now? And for me, it's a lot about like hitting that next level of energy. When I'm manifesting something, it's all about bringing new energy into my body because you have to have two things when you're manifesting something energetic space and physical space. So if you want a car, do you have physical space to hold the car? And as for energetic space, do you have the energetic space to, you know, take care of the upkeep of the car? Do you have the energetic space to make sure it stays clean to know, well, you know, take it to get charged up. If you have a Tesla, like you have to have that energetic space available. And for me, I love the excitement, the rush of being like, okay, now I have all this energetic space. Now I've up leveled. What am I going to fill that with? And then what am I going to eliminate for the next up level? So it's this constant game of like, 
you know, getting the things that you want, getting the emotions and then clearing out the old bullshit. And I like to treat it as a game literally, because that makes it the most exciting and seeing what new levels I can reach when I get new things. And when it comes to the money side, like me buying the Tesla, me buying whatever, it's like, okay, now I have that energetic space and physical space in my bank account to get filled back up. And then when I have the thing, when it comes in the mail or whatever, then I have that double excitement and then more is just drawn to me. I love that. And is there a limit to what you can manifest in your life? Oh, no, absolutely not. Nothing's off limits. Um, Because anything and everything is possible in the quantum realm. So for anybody who doesn't really understand what I'm talking about with the quantum realm, the quantum realm is the invisible. We can't see it. It's like if you're listening to this and you're driving your car to work, uh, it's the distance between you and your steering wheel. It's the distance between your body, your arm, and the window. It's the distance between you and your Starbucks and the cup holder. That space where there appears to be nothing, there is everything. Because since we can't see anything, we can't perceive anything in that space, that means all possibilities actually exist in that space reality. And so because of that, nothing is off limits. You can manifest love, money, jobs, health, house, you know, literally whatever you want. The only thing you can't do is you can't manifest for somebody else because of free will in our universe. So we all have free will in this lifetime. And that means like, that's why we can be the creators of our own reality because we have that free will. But it also means that you can't interfere with someone else's free will. So if somebody, if your friend's getting a job or wants a job, you can't manifest that for them because they have to want to manifest it themselves. Um, And it also means that like, if you believe in spirit guides and angels, they actually can't assist you unless you ask because of your own free will. So that's kind of like a side note, but it's like, if you want support and manifesting, you need to ask the, you know, the quantum realm, the divine council of light, you have to ask them to intervene and be like, Hey, I want help. I give you permission to enter my free will realm. But yeah, nothing's off limits, basically. <laughs> I love that. Is there a, t- like, some people say, well, it's gonna have to take time. This is gonna have to take years. Mm. Um, I know we live in a time space continuum. We live in a physical yeah. reality. You, there are rules to that. But um, in your experience and what you do, uh, how much time really plays a role in everything? Um, I practice collapsing time. So things happen very quickly for me. It's actually kind of scary sometimes because if I say I don't want something to happen, it always happens immediately. Um, so that's something I have to be careful with. But a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is going to take me like six months to do that. And it only is going to take you six months because you have decided and you're telling yourself that. Like, like I said earlier, you're the only block between yourself and your desires. So you have to remove that element of time and just honestly act like time doesn't exist. That's something I'm playing into right now is just being like, "Mm, time bends in my favor. Like I have as much time as I need. I can pull things out of the quantum immediately. And we have to remember that time is actually like a man-made construct. Like it's just something we've created There's And time works differently in the quantum realm. So we can pull something out instantaneously that may have been, you know, who knows, light years away, but that time works differently than ours. So for me, it's like I can manifest something within the day if I decide that that's what I'm going to do because I have done the work and removed the limiting beliefs that say that I can't do that. So it's going to boil down to your personal belief. How much, so when you have limited beliefs, because beliefs play such a huge role, as you're saying too, um, how do you break through some, or first of all, let's get back to how do you discover your limited belief systems? Mm, Yeah. My favorite way to do this is through a journaling practice. So I love to write down like the thing that I desire. You could literally paint your entire dream life. You could just write down one desire. You could just write down something you want today. And the way you're going to, you know, find out what those limiting beliefs are is the thoughts that come immediately after you identify it. So say you're like, okay, wow, she got a Tesla. I want a Tesla. And then stop and see what comes up after that. You know, some people, it'll be like, you don't have the money for that. You don't deserve that. That's not possible for you. That'll take you years. All of that dialogue that comes up immediately afterwards, that's where the limiting beliefs are. And so this is a journal practice I actually do almost every single day. I'll write down like, I want to manifest X amount of money today. And it'll be like, 
How's that going to happen? Where is that going to come from? Uh, who are you to make that kind of money in college? Why do you feel like you need to buy another handbag? It's all of those things. You need to write them down because as soon as you write them down and you look at them, they don't have power over you anymore. And the limiting beliefs are what is basically running the whole show until you start working through them. So you want to write them all down, get them out of your head and onto paper. And the way that I like to break through them is just start to prove them all wrong. Like a common one that will come up for everybody is like, oh, well, how's that going to happen? I always write, well, the how's not my job. The how is up to the universe. And if you write it once and you still don't believe it, write it five times, write it 10 times until you really feel that come out of your system. And so you're going to go through that list of limits and prove each one individually wrong. Like, when's that going to come? That's going to come when I decide it's going to come. Where is it going to come from? That's not my job. I don't feel deserving. Well, too bad because I'm the most deserving person in the world just because I exist. You know, you have to prove them wrong. And then to really like apply them into your reality, I love to use like EFT tapping. So that's emotional freedom techniques where you're tapping on the, I think it's the energy meridians in your body. Um, and I just like to tap in those new, more empowering affirmations. Yeah. EFT is powerful stuff. It can, uh, it can definitely do some reprogramming, especially on psychological reversals. Yeah, it's crazy. And it like lets out so much energy just by tapping. And like, I'm constantly yawning through mine. And I'll do it after my journaling because I'll be like, okay, I want to manifest five grand. This came up. And now I have these new affirmations that, you know, $5,000 comes to me easily. I deserve $5,000. And then I just get to tap that literally into my entire existence. Like, I'm speaking that vibration. I'm putting that feeling into my body. I'm tapping out what doesn't serve me. And that's like the best way I've found to integrate the new beliefs after you prove the old ones wrong. Yeah. it's And uh, for those who have not heard of EFT, definitely check it out. It's really, really powerful stuff that can, uh, mm. a simple way to tap in the, literally no, <laughs> no pun intended there, <laughs> uh, to tap in the energy to make a transformation. Yeah. Uh, it's so crazy. And I just love having like a physical tool like that too, because a lot of, you know, manifestation and mindset stuff, a lot of it's going to come down to like your journal practice and meditation and stuff like that. But this is something you can physically do with your body that brings in a new level of energy. And another thing is like, you're literally moving energy around your body. And that's so important because quantum physics is all about the transfer of energy, actually, and how energy works with other energy. And so when you can start to create that momentum, moving out the old energy and physically bringing in the new, it's going to change your entire reality. And so if you guys haven't heard of it, definitely go to YouTube and search Gala Darling or Brad Yates. They have great tapping videos you can start with. Indeed. Mm -hmm. um, how do you use your horoscope to create a very unique manifestation method? Mm, I, I love talking about this. So I have always been obsessed with astrology. I always, I'm such a Capricorn, such a Capricorn. <laughs> um, and I've always loved it because I identified so closely with it. And I started to notice that certain people could use certain methods of manifestation based off of their horoscope sign. So I came up with this little, I don't know what you would call it, system. And I call it manifestrology. And you tie a manifestation with your personal astrology. And it just goes because like your sun sign is like you and your essence. That's just you at your core. And your moon sign is you when maybe you're, it's how you process emotions. So when you're feeling more emotional, you're going to follow a certain manifestation step that aligns with your moon sign. And your rising sign is how you see the world. So that's like, you want to look at that every once in a while, maybe add that to like a monthly ritual. And so I have like this whole breakdown based off of each sign and based off of their core characteristics and how they can use that to their advantage to start manifesting. Very, very cool. That's something unique. I like Yeah. That. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. 
You're a Virgo. Ooh, the most practical of the earth signs. I love Virgos. <laughs> so something that, okay, so a little bit about Virgos, just for anybody listening, they're very understanding. They're very practical. Um, the most, like I said, the most realistic, they're very kind. Um, and a lot of them are really spiritual. They're either like really, really tapped in or really, really not because um, they're kind of an all in or all out. And so I always tell Virgos, like as a manifestation tool, you want to focus on the actual steps you're going to take because they're very practical. Um, and also they're very connected. So it's like, what action steps are you taking and what action steps do you want the universe to take? And that will really help your logical brain and your, you know, the connected spiritual side of you. So that's what I always tell Virgos. <laughs> well, I appreciate the tip. You're dead on with all of it. So yes, it's, it's, yes, uh, I have, a, I have a whole guide for it. I can send you the link so you can pop it in like the show notes so people can um, snag the workbook. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. Amazing. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool because, you know, as being practical, it is, you, you <laughs> to, uh, you know, say, so, all right, I'm putting the work and I'm doing this. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's see this. Mm-hmm. Let's see the shift start to happen here. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and that's another thing with manifestation and just taking it back to the conversation of thinking of it as goal setting. Like when you know you're taking those action steps, you know, you're getting that much closer to receiving your thing. Cause you're like, oh, well, I'm doing the work. So like, obviously and realistically i'm getting closer to my result and for virgos it's just extra important <laughs> indeed um so we you, i don't know if maybe you may have covered this i don't know for sure but we talked about discovering limited beliefs um mm-hmm. breaking through those just yes. want to make sure we close the loop on that how do you break through the limited belief systems yes yeah, so we're breaking through them um like i said by proving them all wrong you need to find the proof of why those don't matter and why they're not true. So when I'm doing my journaling practice, I'll always write, like I choose to see these beliefs differently because they're not my ultimate truth. Like, and that's something that I learned from Amanda Francis. She coaches on like money beliefs and she always says that like, I'm willing to see this differently. So you need to be willing to see those beliefs differently. You need to be willing to do the shifting work. And then that's when you're going to prove them wrong and then tap them out. I love how you say tap them out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> tap them out. <laughs> but no, it, it, it's true because one of the things I'll share all the time is like, you know, that let's say you have this belief system. Okay. How long have you had that belief system? Okay, mm-hmm. great. How many times has that belief system been proven to be true? Okay, great. Now, you only reason why that's true is because you believe in it. Mm-hmm. that's how powerful you, you held the belief system. You created a story, you built this whole story behind it all. And now all of a sudden you created this reality. Yeah. What if you just change the story and change? Exactly. The story, right. And like you, all you need to do is really like, I guess like almost submerge yourself in that new belief. Like you need to really immerse yourself in that idea. And one thing I see come up a lot, at least like in my age group is like, I'm in college. And so everybody thinks they have to be a broke college student. And I'm like, absolutely not. That's not my truth. No, thank you. And so people around me, they'll joke, they'll be like, oh, like I'm just a broke college kid. And I'm always like, "Mm, that belief doesn't serve me. And so for me, once I even hear that statement come out of somebody's mouth, I just am instantly like reaffirming like I am, you know, a wealthy woman or like, you know, whatever your affirmation is going to be and just really deciding that you're shifting into a different reality for yourself. That's so true. And and you always want to be careful what's coming into the mind too, right? Because like you said, you heard something, you may go, oh, that might be true. But then you're like, no, let me change that programming immediately. So mm-hmm. I don't even let it in. Yeah. And it's like, and that takes, you know, what practice, like at, when you're practicing all this stuff at first, you're like, oh, well, like, how do you just have that discipline to immediately like almost slap yourself on the wrist and think something differently that comes with reinforcement over and over and over again. And now it's kind of, it's something that just happens and happens instantaneously for me, but it's a practice you have to build by feeling different vibrations. You know, when somebody says, Oh, I hate myself, that doesn't feel good to hear or feel. And so once you kind of get that vibe, you're like, Oh, I don't really like that feeling. That's when you remind yourself, okay, I can shift into the belief that I love myself and that I value myself. You know, it's going to come from just noticing how you're feeling and that self-awareness. So true. There's a, um, there's a technique that I used to do 
about when I was an undergrad, mm-hmm. uh, maybe just a little after, but it was because um, you got to get catch yourself in these negative thoughts and these, mm-hmm. you know, letting things in. So we would do the rubber band thing where oh. you know, <laughs> yes. any, anytime and, and some people just switch rubber bands. I'm like that. They're nice about that. Like, okay, I'll just take the rubber band off and put it on my other wrist. And we were like, no, we're, we're going to do it the hardcore way where you, if you have that, you go ahead and snap it on you, mm-hmm. create a little pain response body. The, the brain doesn't like, I didn't know why that was, you know, again, you listen to people, they say, do this. This is why you're like, okay, great. I'm going to do that. <laughs> but then the, then as I was going through chiropractic school, I'm like, I want to know why, why mm-hmm. is creating pain doing that? But it makes sense because the brain wants to stay away from pain. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you can do that physical pain or you could just feel how that feels in your body. And like I teach, that's one of the number one things I teach my clients is that massive self-awareness and like how you're reacting to certain things. Like, how are you reacting to that snap on the wrist? You don't like it. So you're going to stay away from that. How are you reacting to hearing somebody is really wealthy? Does that make you uncomfortable? Okay, well, then there's more mindset work to do there. Do you hear that somebody hates themselves? That makes you uncomfortable? Okay, then you know that your belief is different. It's just always coming down to evaluating your thoughts and feelings practically a hundred percent of the time. (laughs) (laughs) And that can be overwhelming for people in the beginning, but like you said, due diligence, doing the work, reinforce it. It gets easier as time goes on. Yeah. And then it'll just like, it'll be so unconscious after a while. And I talk about this with daily rituals too. Like my daily ritual is probably like two hours long. It's very excessive, not even two hours. My whole like life is basically a ritual at this point. Like everything I'm doing throughout the day is a ritual. And that sounds really overwhelming to somebody who has no morning routine other than getting dressed and brushing their teeth. And so it's like, just start with like one thing, just start with one practice, one little thing you can commit to and you'll build on it until it just is so unconscious for you that you're like, Oh, of course I do 50 rituals a day. (laughs) (laughs) What was, can you remember what your first ritual was? My very first ritual was affirmations. Um, And this is something I still hold very near and dear to my heart because they work so freaking well. And I'm sure you've already talked about this on the pod on your podcast before about how the power of the affirmations. But I remember when I was studying all the positive mindset stuff, everybody was saying like, you need positive affirmations to start to reprogram your brain. And so I was like, okay, I literally Googled like positive affirmations and wrote them all down on a sheet of paper. And every single morning, first thing in the morning, I would grab my paper off my bedside table and I'd read all the affirmations out loud. And the last thing I did every single night was I would read the affirmations before going to bed. And I ended up using affirmations to intentionally manifest my first thing ever, which was a job that I had wanted on campus. And uh, it's still something I use to this day. And I just love it because you can get that energy behind anything because you're speaking about it. And you can really just be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to manifest X, Y, and Z thing. Or like, I am so excited to start this new job. I can't wait to meet the love of my life. You know, whatever it's going to be, you can really feel that in your body. And that's what's going to bring in that vibration that you need to call in the thing. So cool. So cool how this all works, huh? Yes, it's crazy. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) Well, for listeners, you know, I say that because it's like, you know, when something happens for someone, they think it's a luck or it's a miracle. Mm. But when you understand the game, and I love how you say game, because I wrote a book talking all about the game of life. And love it. And how that all works. And it's one of those things where for the for the listeners, it's it's that um, when you start to understand how the game is played, and then all of a sudden you realize that miracles aren't really miracles. It's just, that's how it is. Yeah. It's just how it goes. And like, I love studying universal laws because it's just, that's literally the laws that are governing everything. And people only talk about law of attraction, but there's so many other ones that you can use in your favor. And I actually just launched a membership site where every month I'm teaching a masterclass on one of the laws of the universe, because People need to learn how to use these because it's literally the cheat codes of the universe. When you can use them, you can bend them in your favor to get anything you want. And then there's no such thing as luck. There's just such thing as intention. So true. That's where that's where my whole journey started. Love it. And uh, it's very true. It is the the background to all the rules. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, very, very cool. Anything you would like to leave? Or you know, what, let me take this back. If you were going to leave the world. May it be leaving the world to go live on Mars or somewhere else or your time transitions, whatever you want to choose. 
what is one thing that you would share with humanity? I would say decide for more because decision is the number one most important thing in my life. You have to decide you want more. And a little bit about like my background, I lived alone in high school and my dad went to prison. I did not have it easy. I, you know, statistically, I should have dropped out of high school. I should have went and got like a minimum wage job. But I had to look myself in the mirror and decide that regardless of all the circumstances in my life, I was going to make this shit work and I was going to be successful regardless. So you have to decide for more for your life because nothing is off limits. You have the power within you to call in whatever you want at any time. It's just a matter of a decision. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Michaela, how can people get a hold of you? You guys can hang out with me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram every single day and I post these really fun stories. I call them mastery moments and they're just daily mindset manifestation tips that I share with you guys. And I'm at the Michaela J on Instagram. I also have a podcast called the mindset magic and manifestation podcast where I talk about all of this stuff and more. And you can also hang out with me on YouTube. I'm Michaela J on there. Awesome. Michaela, it's amazing that you're only 21 years old with this knowledge and so forth. Um, you probably get that a lot. Um, yes. but it's, <laughs> Thank it's, you. You know, to see where you'll be 10 years from now will be absolutely stunning. So it'd be cool to see how you manifest and grow and expand and evolve for all that you're doing. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. It means so much. I'm very, very grateful that I got to start this journey so early. It, I do not take it for granted. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep up the journey. A lot of people need that. And again, I want to appreciate you for being on. Thank you so much. It was such a good chat. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. 
Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.